So if, if we're just starting out and our goal is to have whatever six figure business, well, we have to start thinking, what is a six figure CEO? Cause we're all CEOs. If we're the owner of our business, we're the CEO of the business, right? And so if we want a six figure business, if our goal is to have six figures uh, in revenue in the business, what does a six figure CEO think like? What kind of decisions are they making? I want you to take a moment right now to consider what might be holding you back in business. And this isn't a rhetorical question, seriously. I want you to take a moment right now to consider this question. See, whether you're the entrepreneur or the owner of your business or working for an employer, either way, what's holding you back from being where you wanna be, achieving what you want to achieve or having the impact that you wanna have? It's not an easy question, but it is one that we'll be addressing in today's episode. So let's go. This is the Engage Video Marketing Podcast, helping you engage your ideal audience to action through online video. I'll be bringing you the absolute best in the world of video marketing, content creation, storytelling, and marketing strategy, as together we grow to dominate online video and build profitable businesses. I'm your host, Ben Amos. Now let's get on with the show. G'day and welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Ben Amos from Engage Video Marketing, and it's my role to help you engage your ideal audience to action through effective video marketing. This is episode 195, and we're getting closer to episode 200. And I want to hear from you. What are your suggestions for what I should be doing in five episodes time from now for episode 200? Let me know, podcast at engagevideomarketing.com or reach out to me at engage underscore Ben on Instagram and let me know how we should celebrate 200 episodes of the podcast. There's a saying that goes something along the lines of, you can't read the label from inside the bottle. And when it comes to growing and developing in business, this couldn't be any more true. See, it's hard to see what you can't see or what you don't even realize is there. In today's interview, we'll be exploring some of the underlying principles behind growing and scaling in business. We'll dive into the mindset it takes to become the CEO of your business. And we'll be taking a deeper look at the shifts that you can make in your business today It can lead to bigger outcomes for you and your business tomorrow. Now, whether you've come across my guest today before or not, I'm stoked to introduce you to one of my coaches and mentors, Rick Mulready. Rick is an online marketing expert. He's a coach, speaker, and the host of the Art of Online Business podcast. He's an industry-leading authority on breaking down complex topics like Facebook ads, automation, and funnels into bite-sized, actionable pieces for entrepreneurs and small businesses. Rick's passion is in helping other business owners and entrepreneurs like you and me become what he calls the optimized CEO of their businesses. And I've invited him on the show today to share more about what this means and a whole lot more. So enough from me, let's get into the show as I introduce you to Rick Mulready. Mr. Rick Mulready, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I'm honored to be here. 
Well, I'm honored to have you here. So as I mentioned in the introduction there, I've uh, been in your ecosystem for a while. Uh, you're someone who I consider one of my digital coaches, one of my mentors. This is actually the first time that we've directly connected one-on-one, but yeah. um, you know, I think the power of the internet is that we're able to learn from so many people in so many different ways, whether directly or indirectly. And so yeah. I'm honored to have you on. Uh, you've been a, a big impact in my business so far and will continue to be. I appreciate that. That means, uh, that means more than you, that, that means more than you know. That's really why I do what I do. And you're, and it's six, 45 a.m. your time <laughs> that you're doing this interview right now. And uh, I mean, that just shows the, um, you know, commitment that you have to your audience to creating content for them, even when it's before 7 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> uh, well, well, thank you for this. And perhaps people listening is nice and early for them as well. But look, the, the reason why I wanted to get you on to add value to my audience today is because of your, your approach in growing and scaling businesses. And obviously that's what you help people do as well. But for people that yep. haven't come across Rick Mulready before, can you mm-hmm. give us a quick introduction of who you are, what you do and, and who you help? Yeah. So I help uh, online course creators and coaches uh, just like you just mentioned, Ben, like I help them grow and scale their business while working less and, you know, grow and scale could mean it, it, it's, it's different for everybody. Right. And I mean that from the perspective of, Revenue number is going to be different. How they set up their business from a, oh, I work, you know, whatever number of hours a day. I was on a coaching call earlier today and they said, she said, yeah, I work, I work early morning for a couple hours. I work in the middle of the afternoon for a couple hours. And then I work a little bit later at night because she's got kids, she's got a family and that's what works. Right. And so I'm all about helping online business owners create their business around their life. Too many of us, and I used to do this myself, create their life around their business. And that is a fast track to burnout, to unhappiness, to um, letting your health go, et cetera. And I've been doing this now for seven years. January of, of this year, 2021 was my seven year anniversary. And I started out solely teaching Facebook ads. And I've been doing Facebook ads since 2010. Um, and so I've seen the evolution that they've gone through. And, uh, and yeah, so then, you know, I, I had courses around Facebook ads, Instagram ads for different types of audiences. Then I came kind of sort of full, full circle for online course creators and coaches. And then a few years ago, I started expanding beyond just um, Facebook ads, which is what we're going to talk a lot about here today, because... I was quickly seeing for so many of my students that they were coming to me thinking that their ads were a problem. But when we got right, when we did, when we dug into it, this was, it was, it wasn't their ads. It was foundational marketing stuff. Right. And then, cause ads are just one piece of the puzzle. And so when we start getting some traction and momentum with our ads, it brings up a whole host of other things. Right. So like, Oh, I'm growing now okay, well, I'm also working 14 hours a day. So how do I create systems and processes? Oh, you know what? My mindset is holding me back because as you've heard me say many times, you know, the success of your, online, of your business is 80% mindset. People don't think that, right? But they think, they think like, oh, I need this fancy funnel. Um, I need this, I need this, you know, this special copy or whatever. 
all those things are super important and will get you success, but they will only take you so far if you don't have the right mindset. And so that's when I started branching out and I mean, frankly, kind of took the leap to start teaching about that as well and talking more about those elements of growing your online business a few years ago. And, you know, simply because I loved it and that's what I was seeing for my students. And uh, yeah, that's what I focus on. So how I help people and ads are still very big piece of what I do, but you know, it's, I teach the holistic approach using um, my optimized CEO method in growing and scaling your online business. Yeah, I love that. And for for anyone listening who doesn't really associate themselves as a an online course creator or a coach, um, I, I strongly believe anyone in business uh, needs to understand what we're going to talk about today. So don't tune out if um, if what we're what we're saying here seems like it isn't relevant to you because it is. So I just want to emphasize that right from the start. What we're going to dive into here with Rick today is going to be valuable for anyone in business of any sort, of any size. Yeah. And let me just ask you, you mentioned this idea of the optimized CEO, um, which is obviously kind of the foundation of what you share and talk about. Can you, can you talk to me? What is this yeah. optimized CEO? Yeah. And it really starts with kind of, I like to think it's three pillars and I want you to think about it like a stool, like a three-legged stool. So if one of the legs of the stool or a pillar in this case that we're talking about here is weak or even non-existent, it's just going to fall over. Right. And so this is the, this, the, you're building the stability of a really strong business that creates, that allows you to create the lifestyle that you want. Right. Again, this is all about creating our business around our life, not the other way around. And so the first pillar of the optimized CEO method is the optimized mind. So mindset. Again, going back to what I mentioned before, mindset is the core of what's holding so many people back in growing their business. And it yeah. sounds all fluffy and so forth, right? But like, and no one comes to me and says, I want mindset work because I want to grow my online business. That's, you know, it's that I know from years of experience and also myself that almost everybody needs mindset help in some way. And it's not a case too, just to clarify, it's not a case of like, oh, okay, I'm done. I'm complete with my mindset work. No, this is an ongoing process, right? But there's a lot of things that we can do to help. And, and, and in this process, by the way, I'm helping online experts shine light on the blind spots. We all have blind spots, right? You have blind spots. I have blind spots. And they're blind yeah. spots because we're so close to our own stuff. And so that we can't see them. And so my job and my team's job is to find those to help you remove those roadblocks so that you can keep growing, growing more forward. And the core of that is the first pillar of the optimized CEO method, which is mindset, right? So like mindset of a six figure CEO, for example, um, you know, what are your, what's the money mindset, those sorts of things. What is your mindset around, um, your marketing, right? Because if you're, if you don't have the right mindset around marketing, you're going to expect an instantaneous result, for example, but then you don't go, you don't, then you don't get it. You give up. And then you were just on the precipice of that success, but you gave up because you didn't have the right mindset. Just a couple of examples there. The yeah, second well, pillar. Yeah. Just before you move on to this next pillar, I want, let's dive into this mindset thing a little bit. Um, and yeah. we may, we may go deeper as well later, but sure. um, I, I, my illusion is that for, most people starting a business, 
mindset's probably the last thing they're thinking about. I mean, maybe yep. some people in the early stages of starting this entrepreneurial journey, they're like, um, maybe they're focused on mindset, but most of the time we're focused on the, I guess what you might consider as the practical or tactical real world stuff of like, let's get this business yep. going. And then yeah. usually then you start running into a business and, and you're going and things are working somewhat, you're mm -hmm. starting to grow. At what stage or, or what do you see as the tipping point or the common signs that you see in people that's like, you know, the issue here is mindset or is yeah. it always the issue? You know, do you know what I'm asking? I mean, yeah. I mean, nine times out of 10, it is the issue. But like I said, we can't often see those things because we're so close to it and we like, just like you just said, Ben, we don't think that we have a mindset problem or a mindset yeah. issue. And so, for example, I just use myself as an example. I grew up um, middle class in New Hampshire. My dad was an auto mechanic. My mom, when early on in my life, she was a pediatric nurse. Then she became a completely, completely opposite and random, a children's librarian. And so, you know, I grew up with the money doesn't grow on trees. Um, oh, that BMW drive over there, like is bad, et cetera. Um, it's hard to make money, all the, all those sorts of things. And if you don't identify those types of beliefs, those limiting beliefs, they're going to hold you back. They will hold you back. And I've seen this time and time again, myself included. But if you don't realize that as an example, you're going to just have those subconscious beliefs that are going to sabotage your efforts, right? Because we have to be, so if, if we're just starting out and our goal is to have whatever six figure business, well, we have to start thinking, what is a six figure CEO? Cause we're all CEOs. If we're the owner of our business, we're the CEO of the business. Right. And I mean, granted, like down the road, once you grow, you can hire another CEO, but as a small business owner, we are the CEO. And so we, if we want a six-figure business, if our goal is to have six figures uh, in revenue in the business, what does a six-figure CEO think like? What kind of decisions are they making? And so like, that's what I'm talking about when it comes to mindset. And you can start that right off the bat, but most people don't. It's yeah. like, we have to be the six-figure CEO and show up, quote unquote, in that way as we do things, set up the funnels, all that stuff, or none of this is going to work. Right. But so many people, just like you said, Ben, start off with like, Oh yeah, I'm just going to run Facebook ads and I'm going to whatever, send them to my offer. And then wonder there's so many, so many things wrong with that start. Mm -hmm. And, but they wonder what's going on there. Yeah. Is there like tactical marketing stuff that needs to be fixed? A hundred percent. But a six-figure CEO would, if they're showing up in that way, they'd be like, all right, I have to slow down in order to do X, Y, and Z in order for this to work. Now, the common response I get from people is like, well, I don't know how a six-figure CEO thinks because if I did, I'd already be there. Valid point. But we can also make some really safe assumptions that, you know, I'll put you on the spot, Ben. Like, and you already, you already know from OTO, like, so you have a, you have a, a leg up here, but like, how do you think a six figure CEO, what kind of qualities do 
they need to have in order to, you know, as a, as a six figure CEO. Yeah. Okay. Putting me on the spot. Look, I think, you know, when you're looking at that idea of, um, being in that CEO mindset, to me, it's about uh, looking at the bigger picture. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's about understanding that you are not the person that will do everything in your business. You know, mm-hmm. it's about finding the right people to support you on that journey, whether it be team, whether it be coaches, mentors. Um, it's about understanding that there, it takes more than you to grow and mm-hmm. scale a business. Um, that's the key thing. That's the key thing for me anyway. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and I know that kind of leads into your, your other pillars as well, which we'll, which we'll get to. But with the thing with mindset, I think, is the idea that you can't read the label from inside the bottle. You know, it's very mm. difficult to yeah. even recognize what mindsets you have until you yeah, sure. are exposing yourself to other, um, you know, other opportunities or other people or other people who are maybe at the same level as you or, or another step up, you know? Yeah. Well, that's a perfect example. Like somebody starting out who wants to create, wants to have six, like a six figure business. And they're, if they start thinking, oh man, I can't do this. Or I see this person over here doing it. I can't do what they're doing. That's a mindset problem. Like, cause if you're start, if you, if you're launching into your business, no pun intended, like, and you think like, oh, I can't do that. Like that person. Well, you're not going to be able to do it if you go into it. But if you go into it, like, so, uh, so just to help answer that question I asked you before, like what types of qualities or beliefs does a six figure CEO have from a mindset perspective? Again, the person saying, oh, I don't, I, how would I know that? Because I'm not there. If I knew that I'd already have a six figure business. Well, they, all right, so let's take some educated guesses here. They're probably confident in themselves, in their idea, in their product. So confidence they're probably decisive, right? They make a decision. So in that example that you just mentioned, Ben, like, all right, in order for me to have a big impact, I have to have people helping me with this. All right, well, that is going to require decisive action on, okay, I need to hire this person once we get going here in order to get some things off my plate. That is from a place of confidence. That is from a place of being decisive and making that decision. Um, Another quality might be um, strategic right? Another quality might be, um, I'm, I'm uh, very system oriented or I'm uh, what's what I'm looking for where like I, I give myself this amount of time and I'm able to stick to it. Right. Yeah, productive, so it's yeah. a product. Yeah. So it's, it's, yeah, exactly. It's productive. I'm efficient. It's those types of things that you have to believe about yourself in order for this to even work, because mm. this is about, all right, if I want a six-figure business, if I want to set whatever the, whatever the goal is, you just work backwards from there. Meaning, okay, if I want to have a $100,000 business and my product is whatever, nine ninety seven, well, I know how many I need to sell during the year. And then you start, you start backfilling basically from that goal. But it all starts with the foundation of the mindset. Yeah, love it. Okay, so mindset. And let's talk about yep. pillar two. Uh, optimize systems and pro- or excuse me, optimize sales and marketing. Yeah. So this is the part where most people start and that's okay. As long as they realize that mindset is a real big part of this journey, 
but this is where sales and marketing, this is a lifeblood of our business. Marketing being how do we attract our perfect customers? So what are we doing to attract people to our business? And then sales is what is my sales mechanism to turn those leads, quote unquote, into sales? That's it right there. And so many people want to overcomplicate it, but this is about creating, and we'll talk about systems and processes in just a second, but this is about creating a marketing system for our business, a sales system, and then a fulfillment system. Here's what I mean by that. All right. So you, Ben, for example, have this podcast and you have video. That is a primary channel for you, two channels for you for marketing your business. So what does that system look like for how you attract your audience? And it's, you literally document what, what you do in your business. Like for me, it's my podcast here. It's the art of online business. Like, all right, podcast. This is how we, this is how we grow the podcast. This is how many episodes that we do a week, et cetera, et cetera. This is the process for attracting our audience. Then our calls to action from the podcast is X. Like that's our marketing system. And then you can also add, of course, like YouTube or whatever it is that you're doing, but you want to make sure that you have a, um, a systematic way that you attract your audience. So yeah. marketing. I think the power in like you've said system so many times over the last yep. systematic and systems. And what I love about that, and I know it's something that you're big on is when you think about systemizing, even something that is both an art and a science like marketing, yep. it's about, it's about having a process that you can analyze, right? Because systems can be optimized or analyzed and then optimized. Right. And that's where, as you say all the time, like, it's just, it's just numbers, you know, like, so if you have a system for your sales and marketing, you you can, let's use a podcast, for example, you can say, Mm -hmm. you know, how many downloads, you know, how many people taking, taking up an opt-in offer that's offered as part of the podcast. And then how many people are going further down that funnel and whether you are building an online business um, or any business, you can systemize your sales and marketing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and yeah, I mean, optimize, you're hearing it all over the place. That's just the, the concept of looking at what you're doing, what's working, what's not working and figuring out why on both of those ends, right? Like, okay, why is this not working? What are there opportunities there to optimize, to improve the success of what I'm doing? And then on the flip side, oh, cool, this is, this is working. Why is it working? Let's do more of that. And so many people wanna overcomplicate that and find something wrong that's not actually wrong, right? And so, um, so yeah, so it's really creating, all right, how do I attract people into my business. That is, that's the marketing side. And this is where so many people get, get, you know, they, they just, they don't have an understanding of their perfect customer. Like they might say, Oh, it's whatever Sally who is 35 and she commutes, she has a corporate job with two kids and she plays whatever tennis on the weekend. And they stop at that. Well, that's okay. That's helpful. Like that's what the, the traditional, you know, ideal customer avatar or ICA or whatever, but you got to take it so much further than that. Like what, and, and, and the cool thing is because most people think like, well, how do I do that? Most people are serving the audience that they want to attract 
is them at one point. So awesome. Put yourself back in that position, like that situation. What were you thinking? What were you doing? Like, how are you thinking about like when you paint that kind of picture, like what was your identity? How did you identify yourself? Oh, I identified myself as a struggling entrepreneur. Okay. Well, now you get to speak to that. Right. But it's this, and then also where are they trying to get to, you know, it's the gap of where they are now and where they want to get to. And so oftentimes where they want to get to is where you are right now. Okay, cool. How do you identify yourself? I identify myself as a whatever, six-figure CEO. Awesome. What types of things am I thinking, right? And it's this in-depth work, if you will, of understanding your target audience, their pain points, their challenges. How do I uniquely solve those problems and getting that message in front of people? Yeah, so important. The the common thing I see all the time when it comes to video marketing or any marketing is people not really understanding their audience as you've, yeah. as you've described it. Yeah. And it's the reason why for people who have listened to this podcast for a while, why, why it's the first of the seven elements to effective video marketing is audience, right? Yeah. And understanding not just on a surface level, but as you say, they're really developing and, and practicing empathy as well. Um, really understanding that person, that avatar to use that marketing term um, yeah. at a deeper level, what's, what's keeping them up at night and what's holding them back. Um, so I love that. Um, awesome. So sales and marketing, I think lifeblood of, of a business, but so many people are focused on fulfillment so often in their business. So I know you mentioned it's about optimizing it for, and having a system for fulfillment as well. But yeah. I think that the critical thing that you're sharing there, Rick, is that if we're not focusing on optimizing sales and marketing as a key pillar in our business, then you're not going to have anything to fulfill anyway. So you yeah, know, I think exactly. that's the important thing there. So let's talk about the third leg of this three-legged stool or the third pillar. You mentioned yeah, the optimized systems and processes. It, so let's Yeah, it's the overarching. That. Yeah, it's the overarching, right? So, you know, where these all fit together here and in, in, in we'll dive into the systems and processes, but this is about um, creating freedom for yourself, creating happiness for yourself through the mindset part, creating revenue for yourself from the sales and marketing, and then creating freedom through the systems and processes. Because going back to what you mentioned earlier, Ben, about like bringing, you know, having people on your team to help you. Now, I'm not talking about 15 people on your team. Now, it could be whatever, like it could be one person. You have, you can, you, if you want to have a big impact, you can't do it alone. Right. And so the more that you can create systems and processes in your business for how your business runs, how it flows, again, going back to how do we market? How do we sell? How do we fulfill? What are the processes within those different areas of your business? Right. Um, you know, what is the process for uh, you recording a, a, a podcast episode, for example? Okay. You record it, then what happens? Most people, especially when they're early on, aren't thinking about this. And I wasn't either early, early on in my business. I wasn't thinking about it. And, and then when I did think about it, I was like, oh, I don't want to like stop and document this whole process, right? That sounds terrible. But it's one of those we have to slow down to do something so that we can get faster and grow more quickly down the road. And the other thing that comes in, like, 
just a note here, mindset, right? But we often think like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to take the time to train somebody because it's going to take me so long to train. I can just do it myself. That is a mindset. That is a limiting belief, right? What if you don't understand that, yes, it's going to take longer to teach that person. However, the compounding benefit that you're going to have because you've taken the time now, you're going to get all that time back, right? So again, incorporating a mindset into creating systems and processes in our business, because the more that we do that, that's when we're able to allow more freedom into the business, which is, yeah, revenue. But one of the biggest reasons that people do what we're doing here is to, is to be able to do what they want when they want to do it. Yeah, 100%. Look, the, the impact that optimizing or even just starting to get systems and processes in my business is has been game changing for me over the last few years, both as I've built team, but also as I've tried to leverage me better in the business, you know, because as the CEO of my business, you know, it, it is my productive time that is most valuable to the business, you know? Yeah. So the team supports me, you know, whether, and that's a mindset thing as well. You know, that's like, you know, who, who am I to, have a, have a team supporting me, but at the end of the day, yeah. it is, you know, um, and not only in the personal brand side of my business under engaged video marketing, but also in my video agency and in, in my video production company, it's the same thing. Like as I'm the core person to do the sales and do the marketing and do the strategy with our clients. So if I'm bogged down in the stuff that I shouldn't be doing, yeah, then it's, it's just absolutely not leveraging my time properly. And so that's, that's, I, I love how all your three pillars there just work together. Um, yep. And yeah, like we've just touched on again, their mindset. Mindset is underneath all of it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and the systems and processes where I, like, like where I got bogged down and most people get bogged down is like, oh, I don't want to write out step-by-step, step, whatever, how to create a video or um, how to upload a blog post or how to, whatever it is, right? Well, Okay, so just use Loom. It's a free screen sharing, screen recording um, platform or tool that you can just record your screen of you doing it. You talk through it and you can literally give that video to somebody else to do and you can have them write out the step-by-step and they follow that video and the step-by-step to do that task. So it, it's, you know, it's again mindset because we, we automatically think like, oh man, this is really, this is going to take forever or it's going to be really hard to do. But if we, again, if we become the optimized CEO thinking like how a six or seven figure CEO thinks, all right, what would this look like if it were easy? Right. I, I first heard that um, years and years ago, I think it was Tim Ferriss that I first heard it from. So like just stepping back and thinking like, all right, well, what can I do right now? That's in the simplest way possible to accomplish what I want to accomplish. And we start thinking through that lens of creating our systems and processes, it's going to simplify the whole business. Yeah. So good. You know, I I know that we could probably have an entire podcast episode on each one of these pillars. (laughs) And I know that you do in the art of online business podcast. So if people want to dive deeper into Rick's teachings on this, then that's the place to go. But I want to explore with you um, because I know that there are listeners to this, to this podcast who are already getting value from what we've shared, who don't, don't consider themselves 
uh, CEOs of an online business or a digital product yeah. business. And sure. you mentioned your specialty in working with online course creators and coaches. And I know this is a, a growing area within the world. You know, um, yeah. there's a lot of people, particularly post pandemic who are looking at kind of monetizing their knowledge and expertise and building a business around that. I'd sure. love to explore from you what you see as the opportunity for people who, who are looking at that as a potential, whether it be a side hustle or new direction for their business. Yeah. I mean, I was doing an interview earlier today and I, I forget what the exact stat was and I don't know where the, the, stat came from, but I think she mentioned it was like 40% of workers today, like the whole pandemic has caused them to really think priorities in their life. And one of those things that they've realized now that it's never been easier to, to either work or create a business on online. Right. And, um, and so I'm sorry. The question was like, where to start with this? Like how to start thinking about this or the opportunity? Yeah, What's the opportunity? I mean, you obviously work with people who are building hugely successful businesses in this space. Um, I think many people don't even see the opportunity. Yeah. I mean, it's huge because all you have to do is really look at like, you know, I'll never forget the very first coach I worked with back like 10 years ago asked me, and he had an online business. He said, if I asked you right now to help me with one thing in my business, what could you do? And like, boom, I was like, I could, I could help you with Facebook ads or I could teach you Facebook ads. And that was sort of like, that was literally as easy as that. That was the start of my teaching Facebook ads. So like there's an enormous opportunity for you, meaning you, the listener to teach or create or whatever it is that you'd like to do. Um, to people out there, there's billions of people. I have a student in my accelerator coaching program um, who teaches her primary audience is um, women 50 plus. And she teaches, I don't know exactly what type of craft book it is, but she teaches them how to create this certain type of craft book. And she's doing hundreds of thousands of dollars in her business. It's amazing right? Teaching how to do this. She has a $20 a month membership and the people stay in on average a year in her membership. Like it's amazing. And so it's like, what, what are you good at? What can you teach other people? You know, from a, I'm not a specialist in like product creation or e-commerce. So I won't dive into that right now. I mean, there's certainly opportunity there, but like, if you have knowledge to teach it, whether it's video marketing or whatever it might be, there are people out there who need your help. And the first thing to get over, and that's what I struggled with early on too, was you mentioned earlier, Ben, was who am I to be teaching this stuff, right? And, I'm, and my response always to that is, who are you not to be teaching it? Mm, exactly. Who are you to be holding that information back from the person that needs it from you? Yeah. And people think like, oh, I'm not an expert in this. If you're literally one step ahead of somebody that you could help, you are an expert in their eyes because you know how to accomplish whatever it is, you know, um, then your audience. And then it's, then it's, then it's about understanding your perfect customer. Like we just, like we were talking about, 
right? And yeah. then just going from there, there's massive opportunity. So what would you say, look at us talking of mindset again, what would you say to the person out there who's thinking, you know, I could teach this, I could do this, um, but someone else is doing that or there's many other people doing that. What would you say to someone who's feeling that they're too late to a particular niche or particular business idea? Well, I would say it's a good thing that other people are doing it because that means there's a desire for it. People like there's a need for it. And so that right there is telling you that, you know what, if there's a lot of people doing this, people are wanting whatever it is that they're teaching or selling or whatever it is. And then it becomes, and I was in the same boat, right? Like back in 2013, 14, when I first got started, again, I was teaching Facebook ads. Like I had no, no one knew who I was. I had no following, no platform. I had like 800 people on an email list and it, they weren't even the right people. Like, so I started out with, and I had that thought, like, who am I to be doing this? Because there were all these other people, you know, Amy Porterfield and Mari Smith and all these other people who are really well known in this space. And so it's really about looking at how are you different? And the very most basic way that you're different, because everyone always says like, well, I'm not different. Like I can't te- I can't do something different than all these other people. Well, I would guarantee you that you're, that's not true. Simply look at you are unique. I know this is like, you know, rainbows and unicorns right now, but you're unique in, because there's only one of you and the way that you teach or the way that you interact or the way that you speak or share or whatever it is, that's unique to you. That makes you different from somebody else. So there, that's like, you can start right there. Yeah. And then if you have an expertise in something, you know, you, we got to find a way to, you teach something differently, or you have a specific methodology or whatever it is that you teach, like that's going to make you unique. Right. So there's yeah. a lot of different areas that are, that are going to make you unique. And again, just like you just said, Ben, there's people out there who need your help. You are doing them a disservice by not, you know, putting your genius out into the world. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree with that. And it's something that I've had to get over myself about and get, and get my mindset in the right place over the years yeah. of, of just sharing content before I even built a business around just putting myself out there. And um, I felt the same thing. I felt like, who am I um, to do this? And what have I got different? Well, you know, I'm not unique. Um, sure. But what's happened is I've the I've lost count of the amount of times people have said to me, you know, I just resonate with the way that you teach or the way that you share things. Um, yeah. And that just fires you up and, and motivates me to keep, to keep going. Because you're not doing anything special for that. That's like you showing up as authentic Ben, sh- like sharing through the lens of your values, which are all unique to you. Like, right? Like you're not trying to be someone that you're not. And first of all, when people are doing that, their audience is going to see right through that. And, um, that is a, you uniqueness (laughs) quality that people can't argue with. Right. And so that's amazing. So it's like lean into more of that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Look, I had a bunch of kind of notes and questions written down here, Rick, about let's talk about some video marketing stuff and some video strategy and perhaps yeah. even touch on ads. But you know what? I, 
I just want to ask one more question and then, and then wrap this up because, sure. you know, there is a lot of other episodes people can listen to on this podcast where we go deep into the world of video, but the time that we've spent today in this episode diving into particularly the mindset stuff around being an optimized CEO, I think is critical for people to take away from this episode. So I appreciate your, your insight on that. Absolutely. I just want to ask you, and it's kind of related to what we we're just talking about there, but as a, as a coach yourself, as a mm -hmm. mentor to others, as someone, you know, building your own business around, around you, what, what motivates you in your business? And ideally what can those listening take from that to grow their own business? What a great question. Um, so I was sitting in my, the living room of the house I grew up in, in New Hampshire years ago. Um, and I'll never forget. It was late afternoon. And my dad, my, again, as I mentioned before, my dad was an auto mechanic and he came walking in the house and he was all hunched over, like literally hunched over physically. And he had his little um, playmate igloo, like um, lunchbox thing that he always took to work. And uh, he came in and he was in, I could just tell by looking at him, he was in physical pain. And because of, you know, his hands hurt and his whole body hurt from um, just leaning over cars all day. And he'd been doing this for years and years and years. And that, like, I could tell that, his, his job was physically affecting him, not only physically, but also emotionally. Um, my dad was later diagnosed with colon cancer and he was sick for 10 years. He passed away at the age of 55. And I watched the stress of his job shorten his life, literally shorten his life because the stress added to what was, what was happening, um, from the cancer perspective. And again, going back to what we talked about earlier, Ben, like I grew up with like money doesn't grow on trees, you know, money is, you know, people who have lots of money are evil, all this other stuff. And I don't, I, that's why I do what I do. I want to be the example for my daughter, Maya, who's two. I want to show her that money doesn't have to, you know, it's not hard. I don't have to work you know, 16 hours a day in order to make this work, that living a life that is fulfilling to you and makes you happy and that you can build a business around that life. I want, that's the example that I want to set for, for my daughter. And I want to help other people be that example for their families or even for themselves. If they don't have a family. That is exactly why that's what keeps me doing what I'm doing. And that's why I love helping people improve their business because I know that that is ultimately going to affect not only their life, but people in their family, et cetera. And so that's why I love doing what I'm doing. And so for people who are getting into business, like have a, have a why. I know that sounds all cliche, but like literally, why are you doing what you're doing? Like what's your, what's your vision for your business? And some people might say like, I just want to make a lot of money. As long as you're clear on that, amazing. Okay, cool. Do it. Right? You own that. But just have a why and have a vision behind why you're doing what you're doing and always let that lead the way and you're going to be successful in your business. Yeah, 100%.
Thank you for that, Rick. Absolutely. I think that's a perfect place to end today's episode. So I really appreciate you coming on and sharing your, your insight for the listeners of the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. And obviously we've mentioned a great place to learn more from Rick and, and to hear more of, of what you've got to share and the guests you bring on as well as the Art of Online Business Podcast for those podcast listeners who I know you guys are. Where's another <laughs> good place or where's the best place for people to go and go and find you and follow what you've got going on? Yeah, um, probably two places. My website, which is rickmulready.com. That's kind of the hub of everything. The podcast, we do two, two episodes a week or on all the podcasting platforms. And uh, then on Instagram, I'm at Rick Mulready. Shoot me a DM over there. Let me know that um, that uh, you connected with me on, on this podcast here or the videos. And uh, yeah, those are the best places. Thank you so much awesome. for that, Ben. Thanks, Rick. Awesome to have you on. We'll uh, you bet, have to get you back on again one day soon. Absolutely. I'm honored. Thank you. All right. And a massive thanks to Rick for joining me on the show here today. For all the links that we mentioned and to learn more about Rick, you can go to engagevideomarketing.com slash episode 195. That's where you'll find everything that we talked about here. And while you're there, why not click the button to leave a rating and a review for this podcast? I seriously appreciate every rating and a review we get for this show and by doing so you're actually sharing this show with more people allowing it to be exposed to more people so that more people can be a listener of the engaged video marketing podcast and get the insight and inspiration just like you did today listening to this episode all right so that's it from me for this episode i can't wait to be back with you next week with another interview on the engaged video marketing podcast but for now i'm ben amos from engage video marketing and it's my role to help you engage your ideal audience to action through effective video marketing strategy. I appreciate you for listening and I'll be back with you next week. See you then.